0: Top Agents Playbook is for you, the modern real estate professional looking for new and proven ways to grow your brand and dominate your market. I'm Ray Wood, and each week we take a behind-the-scenes look at the very best marketing tactics and strategies required to get you and your message in front of a lot more sellers. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let's get started. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm with Levi Lassick. And Levi's got a uh, very successful uh, YouTube channel called Living in Dallas, which I'm going to include a link to in this show. Levi, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And you? I'm good, thank you. I'm good, thank you, sir. How's things in uh, Dallas, Texas this morning? Everything's great. Nice and warm and toasty right now. Lovely, lovely. Um, I was sort of hoping you might be wearing a hat, but uh, <laughs> I guess I'm not going to see the hat just yet. So, um, hey, my first question. Congratulations on your YouTube cha- on your YouTube channel. You're getting plenty of traffic, uh, and um, it's it's obviously working really well for you. Um, where did the motivation come from to set up a channel? Was it uh, were you disappointed with other social media, or or what is it about YouTube?
1: No, actually I was uh, looking to go all in on one platform and I just feel like it's better to be a master of one than to, you know, dabble in all of them, right? And I think that's where most people, even most real estate agents make mistakes is they spread themselves too thin across too many platforms at once because they feel like they have to be everywhere and, you know, a lot of people talk about that. Well, you have to be everywhere to, you know, so everyone can find you no matter where you are, but the reality is is that I just think that that uh you know, sh- shifts your focus, you spread yourself out. I mean, if you're trying to cover five platforms, you can't, you can really only give about 20% to each platform if you think about it, but if you go hundred percent all in on one, then you can master that platform. Then I think at that standpoint, you, that allows you to venture off into the other platforms. So for me, it was, you know, how do I want to generate business, I want to attract business. I wanted people to be able to call in. I wanted inbound business. I didn't want to pursue. I didn't want to chase after people. I didn't want to make cold calls and door knocking and and spend money on postcards and not that there's anything wrong with that. I know several people that are effective doing that. But I was I was looking I was looking for something more efficient. So, you know, it was a matter of in my research and that's the other things I decided to research first and everybody at the time in 2020 was really talking about Instagram and TikTok mainly. It seemed like in 2020, almost every real estate agent would wake up and have 10,000 followers on on TikTok, and so everybody's like, "You got to be on TikTok. This is this is it for real estate agents. Finally, a platform that uh, you know we can we get an easy following." And so I looked into that. I looked into Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and and that's where I first started to just dive into. But after Digging into those platforms a little bit more, they just didn't really fit my personality. I didn't think I didn't see a fit for me and what I wanted to do, and and I didn't see a way to really attract business quickly on there as well. So I just YouTube was really my last choice because nobody was really even talking about it. But at the same time, if nobody's talking about something, that also can mean the biggest opportunity because maybe not a lot of people are there yet. So I started to dig into YouTube and just study the platform. I understood that you have to understand the platform from a producer versus a consumer standpoint. And I think that's where another issue that agents run into is even whenever they get started on these social platforms, they just get started. And you'll hear even a lot of successful people say, well, I just kind of started and, and I just you know, worked at it and stayed consistent. And they'll chalk up a lot of consistency to their success not really even truly understanding how everything works, but for me, but it also, sometimes it takes them a year or two or three before they actually gain momentum on those social platforms. You think about the agents you maybe follow on Instagram or even TikTok today, probably Instagram, they probably started, you know, two, three or four years ago. And now they're gaining that momentum and that that brand notoriety. Or even with TikTok, they've probably been on there uh, two years ago or uh, maybe even uh, right as it came out. And that's how they were able to gain that traction. So, you know, for me, it was just something looking at uh, that aspect of, what can i get into what's going to fit my personality what do i feel is a better fit for me and as i looked into youtube more and more i just took time i took about 2 months to research the platform first before i ever published because i think you do need to understand the platform in and out before you get ready to to you know commit to it and and publish to it because taking that 2 months ahead of time having that patience not just recording a video getting all excited and publishing it it was a matter of okay, now I understand the platform. I have a plan and I actually wrote out a business plan as far as how to get started. So I knew when I started exactly the videos I wanted to shoot, the frequency I wanted to publish, how was I going to do that? I mean, I had everything laid out. So the first six months of actually starting the channel, I didn't really question much because I had a business plan that I figured out during two months of research to, to implement that strategy. So I just didn't guess and I didn't fumble around. And I just had a clear focus and vision of what I wanted it to become. Wasn't sure, you know, how long that would take, or even if it would work out, but basically I didn't guess from week to week or or just, you know, wonder, okay, is this going to work or not? It was just like, okay, here's my plan. I'm going to film, you know, uh, and publish accordingly, stick with it. These are the topics. These are the neighborhoods. These are the areas. So I laid all that out ahead of time and then stayed extremely consistent on top of that, which I understood, you know, consistency is a huge factor, especially on YouTube. In the beginning. So that allowed me to stay consistent because I wasn't wondering week to week what I was going to do next. It was all laid out in my business plan. So, you know, that may seem like extreme to some people, but I would say it's better to spend that two months ahead of time planning. Uh, how to how to start up a channel or start up a, a social platform, whatever, even if you're going to be doing postcard marketing, I would say, you know, study postcard marketing for two months before you ever send out a postcard because I think that's where a lot of people make those mistakes. If you're going to pay for advertising like postcards or ads, They'll, they'll spend money on something and they don't really have a true understanding of it. And then whenever that doesn't work, then they start making adjustments and, and people do eventually figure it out, but it's usually at the, the peril of a lot of their time and money at the same time. So for me, it was like, okay, just be patient, research, build a plan out first, then publish, then go into that. So I just, I took a very strategic approach to it because, you know, what I've, what I found out is that if you know if you treat YouTube like a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. If you treat it like a business, it'll pay you like a business. So therefore, take it seriously. These platforms are uh, very powerful if you understand the back end, if you understand it from a producer side, uh, not a consumer side. And for myself, i'm forty two. So whenever I got started on this, I was you know forty one on YouTube. and I think for those forty year olds and above, you know, we have this love hate relationship with social media, which, you know, we didn't grow up with it. It wasn't, around whenever we went to college or possibly when you started your your career or your real estate career and we were always looked at it like well it's just people posting their lunch and stupid cat videos you know it doesn't really make sense and so we typically resisted for quite some time until now we see all the 20 and 30 year olds actually making money from it so now we're going well maybe there's something to this social media thing and and then we just get into it you know we just get involved and then we just start posting some stuff and then it doesn't go anywhere so we wonder why that is. And I just think those are all the pitfalls that, that we fall into as to where, you know, the 20 and 30-year-olds are, they, they're growing up with these platforms. They're creating on these platforms. They're, you know, utilizing them. They're seeing other 20 and 30-year-olds turn them into businesses and incomes and, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff are, are, you know, blossoming from these social platforms. So they completely embrace it. And here we are going, okay, well, I guess I'll start posting some stuff. And I think that's a huge mistake. I think you should figure out which platform is the best fit for you and your personality and then go all in on that one platform. Because if you try to, you know, spread yourself thin across all platforms, I think it'll take you five times as long to actually be successful and maybe even longer because, you know, 20% into something, you know, over time is going, it it just takes too much time to do that to where you go 100% all in on one you can actually compound your time and efforts and energy into that that platform and it'll grow uh, and i think uh, way faster just focusing on that then that allows you the opportunity to branch off into these other platforms and also you'll have a lot of content probably from that platform as well and that's the one thing i do love about well there's many things i love about youtube but you know i can make a 10 minute video for youtube and that can become 10 1 minute videos for all the other platforms. So I can have presence on those platforms, even from the beginning without having to focus time, energy, and effort to, towards those platforms. Now, I do believe that, you know, you should make specific content for those platforms. So if you want to go all in on TikTok, I think it's better for you to record video and, you know, understand TikTok as a whole. Now we chop up our videos and put them on TikTok, but of course, I mean, we're not growing and getting a ton of business, uh, you know, on TikTok either, but that's not really an expectation of mine. And it's really more of just to have a presence there and to have content on that platform. That way, you know, hopefully it directs traffic more to the YouTube channel. And so, you know, we approach it from that angle, but You know, again, find the platform that you feel best fits your personality, go all in on it and uh, learn it, study it, understand it, read as many uh, books about it. There's plenty of marketing books about TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it is you want to do read the books, watch the YouTube videos, write out a plan, and then get to work on that one platform. For me, it was just yeah. YouTube, and you know yeah. we've had a lot of success. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Um, I'm, I've actually just finished reading uh, Sean Cannell's YouTube Secrets. There's so much gold in that, and I I definitely recommend it. Uh, everybody checking this out. And I definitely recommend everybody checking out Levi's channel. So all you need to do is go to YouTube and do a search for living in Dallas. Um, yeah, I, I, I love the whole idea of being all in with, with one platform rather than trying to spread yourself so thin. I remember seeing um, Gary Vaynerchuk a couple of times and Gary saying be everywhere all the time. But but how do you do that in real estate? I mean, goodness, we're working nearly seven days as it is at the moment. There's only so much time to go around. So the whole idea of focusing on, on that one platform, I think, makes a lot of sense. Um, I wanted to talk to you about some of the titles. And, and you know, we could talk for hours about all of this stuff, but we don't have that much time. But I, I love the title recently, Don't Buy in Dallas. So your target market would see that and go, oh, don't buy in Dallas. We're looking at Dallas. What on earth is he talking about? So they're going to click on it. So there's obviously so much important in A, the headline or the heading for the content and your thumbnail. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Well, you know, the uh, it's the old news uh, motto, the old news motto is if it bleeds, it leads, right? I mean, negativity definitely attracts a lot of attention. Unfortunately, now I tend to have more positivity spun on our channel. I mean, we're pretty kind of straightforward. You look at a lot of our videos. It's, it's a lot of, you know, what does this get you in that? What, you know, uh, pros and cons it's uh neighborhood tour videos, things like that. So we just really kind of focus more on that, but uh, yeah, a couple of those videos. I mean, it's a hot topic. You log on to YouTube right now every, almost every video out there is housing crash, housing crash, yeah. housing crash. And, but it's really been that way for almost the last year and a half, which is funny. Uh, so now maybe there, there's some validity behind that, but you know, those, all those videos get a lot of views and, and you know, possibly YouTube is promoting a lot of those videos. So it's one of those things where you know, I think for us as agents, I mean, we, we definitely want to encourage people to move to Dallas. I mean, we're, we're fortunate that we're in a top relocation market, a, a, you know, a very populated city. Now, the thing is, is what we do works can work anywhere, even in the smallest country towns. We've actually helped an agent in northwest Georgia. And he's, he has more business than he can handle, even though the median home price around there is, you know, under 300,000, you know, you have to drive 30 minutes to get to the next town and there's smaller populations. The thing is, is that he's the only one on YouTube though, in that whole area in generating business. So, uh, but yeah, don't move to Texas. I mean, that's the thing is we, we kind of focus on all the bad things about Texas, right? Which is the things that we don't like. Um, but you know, at the same time we, we incorporate, uh, how we deal with that or how we manage that or why we still live here after the yeah. fact. So yeah, don't move to Texas. We just talk about some things like if you can't stand any of this stuff that we can't stand, well, it, maybe it's not a good fit for, you. for so, you. Yeah. 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 And- so it, it definitely attracts and gets, gets some clicks. I, I love the way Levi
0: as well that you actually called out your market uh, and you said okay well you know the majority of people coming from interstate into Texas now uh, into Dallas are from and you reeled off four or five states or cities or whatever so that even closes it in further um, and then you're singling people out you're kind of niching it in which which I really like um uh, uh, what about yeah you you've got a You've obviously got some great production going with with thumbnails and and, and that sort of thing. Um, you work with the same video team, obviously. Um, what sort of consistency? Um, can you give any vague ideas as to cost as for as for setting that up? Like, what should people be budgeting?
1: Well, uh, we actually have an editing team uh, that we right. offer and provide to other agents. Okay. So, if you, you go. I can I can shamelessly plug that if you like, and. Okay. Uh, how do, we, I, how do we reach out and connect with you for that? Yeah, just uh, you can just go to realagency.com. And so okay. that's R-E-E-L. Now, the, the reason we put that together is because, uh, you know, of course, we help agents build channels in their own markets. But what we noticed over and over again was uh, everyone was getting stuck. You know, they could follow our path and follow uh, our teachings and, and our course. But then they'd have to find an editor, right? They'd have to find somebody that can do that because we don't, I don't teach editing because I've never edited a single video. I I would have quit after one video. And it's also, it's not the best use of your time as a real estate agent. The time it takes you to edit one video, you could probably make five other videos. And I believe the best thing an agent can be doing is creating content and negotiating contracts. Really, those are the two things. Everything else, you can pretty much get somebody else to do that. So editing is extremely time-consuming. I had an editor from the very beginning and uh, we just continually saw agents get stuck because finding a reliable editor is difficult. An affordable one is difficult. And then they don't even know how to optimize or uh, write the SEO or the descriptions or any of that for videos. So you're still stuck doing that. So we, we developed an entire agency that does all of that. It's It's a complete done for you service. And so roughly the middle package is two videos per week. That's eight videos per month. And you get everything done for you. Tags, titles, descriptions, thumbnails, uh, every, hashtags, everything, even uploaded for you, and that's only nine ninety seven a month. Yeah. So, I think uh, that is uh, the most affordable I've seen because you could pay that much just for editing videos without the SEO oh, optimization.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's a that's a sweet deal. And I notice a lot of your production is. Um, I don't want to give away your secret source here, but I guess people can tell you you're using a selfie stick. You're you, like when you're doing your suburb tours, you've got like a typical property in the background and you're talking. Um, that's just such a great formula, and it's easy to do. I guess if somebody was working with you guys, they'd just package up their upload their their raw footage and and, and you take care of the rest. That's a pretty good offer. I actually In all honesty, I didn't know you offered that, so uh, uh, so thank you for that shameless plug. I'm delighted to uh, to be able to promo that for
1: you. That's very very cool. Um, I'm actually. What's funny is I'm actually you know recording this right now in a vertical format because I'll turn all I'll turn most of this conversation into reels, right? So this is my setup. You know, this is my little uh, selfie stick right here. That's the microphone, and that's the iPhone that I still use. That's the camera I'm actually looking in right now. but if I turn it this way, you know, just having it set up off to the side. I was talking with some agents yesterday and doing the same thing. And they were blown away that I was on a zoom recording it off to the side. And this is what I said, you know, I was like, well, look, your agents make a hundred pieces of content a day. It's yeah. just, it's just your decision if you document that or not. Right. Yeah. So I could, I could wait for you to publish this. I could wait for you to give me the file. But the thing is, is what I've also learned doing interviews and things like this is that I can't, I, I just don't depend on somebody else. So even though you may, your publishing may be six weeks out, right? I don't want to wait six weeks to get this content. So I, I and I'm like, well, I need to make reels anyways. But now instead of like sitting down, dedicating a, all this time to make a reel or something like that, here I can just record the all of this off to the side you know, you didn't even know that. But the thing is, is I'll be able to cut anything I say from this, and probably get ten to fifteen reels easily. You know, just from this, just because I decided to take one second, set up, you know, or not one second, but basically about thirty seconds, just to turn, set up my phone, turn it on, and that's it.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it, Levi? Um, uh, equipment's no longer a barrier, a barrier to entry. You've got, you've got your phone. And we all need a good phone anyway. You've got a you've got a quality microphone. Is that a sure microphone that's plugged in the bottom there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. Yep, which is, which is a beautiful piece of equipment. You've got your stick, um, and you're ready to go. Are you shooting all of your? I know you just showed us a vertical one. You're doing that with your camera, but when you do your normal shots, you're doing that in like landscape format um, for YouTube, I guess, because that's gonna that's gonna work best.
1: Yeah, I shoot video in landscape, uh, you know, with the, the iPhone sideways, and I use the the wide angle. So yeah. I don't use the front facing camera, because what, what people do, I won't do it, but people will look at themselves versus the actual camera. Yeah. And then you never have a connection with your audience, because you're not making eye contact with them. Okay. But if you turn that turn it to the opposite way to where you have the three cameras. And I do recommend you have an iPhone 11 pro or above uh, because the 11 pros are the first one that came out with that third camera. That third camera is the wide angle. And that's what allows you to have that like on a selfie stick and know that you're always in the shot. It doesn't matter how I angle that. I know I'm always going to be in the shot. And as long as I'm looking at that lens, you know, it's like I'm talking directly to the audience. Beautiful. That That is a really useful hack. Thanks so much for
0: sharing that. Let's talk about um, other barriers to entry. Uh, and um, I guess a lot of it is is people uh, too shy or don't want to put themselves out there. They know they want to do it, uh, but I guess it's just a matter of sucking it up and, and trying it. I mean, uh, I'm sure you weren't as good as you are now on your first video. None of us are, but... What would you say to somebody who's a little bit reserved but wants to get into it?
1: What's your alternative? Yeah, Because really. you, you have to choose your heart, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's hard working out, but to me, it's a lot harder being out of shape and sick all the time. Right. Yep. It's uh, hard to own a business, but to me, it's a lot harder having a job. I don't want somebody telling me when I have to show up, when I can leave, when I can take vacation, but you know, and it's hard making videos, but to me, it's a lot harder making phone calls. So what's your alternative to get business? Are you going to be uncomfortable making phone calls. Well, you've got to get over that somehow. Are you going to be uncomfortable knocking on doors? Well, you'll have to get through that somehow. Are you going to be uncomfortable passing out your business card to people in Starbucks? Well, if you want business, you're going to have to get over some level of being uncomfortable. So why not just do it on video, at least video out of all of those gives you the most opportunity to scale and not just reach one person, but to reach 10, 100, 1,000 or 10,000 people with that video. And the thing is, is that if you ever want to scale or ever want to remove yourself from the business, or if you ever want to not feel guilty for going on vacation or going to a conference, you have to do video because the video will continually work for you 24-7. I mean, what is the alternative? As soon as you hang up the phone call, a phone, you know, your lead generation stops as soon as you stop knocking on doors. Your lead generation stops as soon as you don't send out postcards. One week, you have no lead generation, you know, that week. But for me, I make a video. That video goes to work for me nonstop, moving forward. So. That to me is, uh, I would rather get over that (laughs) to make that video than to get over doing something that I have to do over and over and over and over and over again, nonstop, and probably for the rest of my career, which again, nothing wrong with cold calling. Uh, I know several agents that are, uh, you know, run successful businesses doing that, but every time I hear them talk, they're always kind of like, it's 20 years into their career. And they're like, you still have to make your two hours of calls per day, you know, if you want to stay consistent. So they understand too, it just becomes a habit with them. So for me, it's a habit now to make a couple of videos per week. And to me, video is the true four hour work week. You know, everybody read that book and they were still wondering, well, how do you actually work four hours a week? Well, if you think about it, I, I record four hours or less of video per week, and it's it's what's you know generated all of our business, which is a significant amount. So you know now I do have to spend a lot of time on other stuff, but that's the reality of it. Is everything is is uh you know has come from the fact that I make videos, and that takes the least amount of time for me to do each week. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. People
0: do a lot of video on listings that they have for sale, but they don't feature themselves in the listing. It's just the actual property because they don't want to be in front of the camera and they're missing a massive opportunity. I guess one of the great things I love about YouTube is that I think technically the world's second biggest search engine. People are looking for content there all the time. They're not searching like that on the other platforms. So when your content's there, it's there. Um, and you've got and and I don't know. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about this. But um, uh, with your with your service doing this, do you do you coach people on on how they can um, get things set up and
1: how they get started and that sort of thing? Yeah, I and mean, we we built a full course on on what we do. So yeah, we absolutely can help uh, people. It's how we you know partner with them in other uh, states or, or even countries. And so it's a matter as long as they have YouTube in their uh, area, which they should. Then yeah, we we have a complete course to walk a real estate agent how to start from scratch with nothing and completely build out their channel, how to structure videos um how how what to say what uh, how to film videos i mean everything equipment on the need. Need. Yeah, yeah equipment they need we have a, a list in there which is really simple like you mentioned it's an iphone a yeah. microphone and a, and a, a you know a little selfie stick but there's a couple of other things i mean it just depends on you know how how deep you want to get but otherwise it's it's a very simple concept that is very complicated on the back end but once you understand it it becomes very easy but a brand new agent a seasoned agent i mean a agent moving into a new market anybody can do what we've done yeah yeah so to learn more it's the com. well that's for the editing if they want to learn more they can just go to the realagents.com Real and that's okay yeah that's the okay. r e e l yeah i don't yeah. recommend uh, unless people are shooting content already and just need help with the editing. Uh, normally they would go to the real agents first. Uh, we have some informational. They can they can sign up for one of our calls. I do weekly calls to to you know explain everything that we're working on, uh, how we're helping agents, you know, how we did what we did. And so that way they can choose, you know, if they want to work with us from there. And so and then I do QA. So I always I do a live call and then I do QA afterwards. And that usually lasts about half an hour even after the call because we get a lot of questions. Yeah. I don't want people to, to be comfortable and understand, you know, where we're coming from and and how we can help them before they make a choice. Then if they decide to move forward with that, um you know, then the editing services will come after that if they need it. You know, it just depends on what their situation is and, and what they what resources they have available. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um I've made a bunch
0: of notes. Uh, I think I've asked you most of the questions I had, but uh, I want to thank you so much for your time, sir. Today it's been uh, really enlightening. Um, I think this is probably one of the most important uh, uh, podcasts or videos that I've done this year. I'm going to get it out to my people and uh, I will let you know when we are live. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.